Hey everyone, welcome to the Following Jesus podcast. I am Jake McGrew, and I co-host this podcast along with my incredible and talented wife, Jen. Hey y'all. This is a show where we sit down together and talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus in your everyday life. We're so excited about this show, and we're so excited for today's episode, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Uh, greetings and salutations <laughs> to all. <laughs> Hello. Hasn't even been five seconds and I'm already <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Welcome to, uh, man, this is episode four. Ooh. Four and a whole lot more. <laughs> you love the rhymes. I do love what the was, rhymes. What was your thing I've last night? I've got a whole lot of time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I really was, mean it. Uh, Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> no. Come on, you guys. Where's that from? What was your, obviously the Princess Bride. What was your, your rhyme? Just like yesterday, Jesus isn't a, what, what did you say? Is that a magician? No. Oh, Jesus is, Jesus isn't the great magician. Jesus is our great physician. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. We shouldn't it, laugh. No, we <laughs> It's okay to laugh. It's okay to Don't laugh. Don't mock my rhymes, Jake. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to write a hit song one day. Yeah, you are. And you, you know are. what? I'm not sharing it with you. Well. I'm just going to keep me and Frank. I'm going to slide my Frank name onto the go credits on and I'll get the money. <laughs> Anyways, a greetings and salutations to all. I am Jake McGrew sitting here with the wonderful Jan McGrew. Jenny, he keeps calling me Jan. Have we talked? We we've shared this story about. We did. We talked about it last we week. About we talked about a lot bean, on this bean salad last yeah, week we talk as well. About, we talk about Grandma Websies a lot. Well, Grandma Websies was great. She's a great lady. <laughs> she was great. We are here at episode four. Mm-hmm. It's been so wonderful so far. So wonderful. Four weeks of recording bliss and talking about the Lord. It's just been wonderful. It has been good. <laughs> I'm ta- having fun. I'm having fun too. Um, We've talked about what it means to follow Jesus. We talked about reading our Bibles. Mm-hmm. We talked about praying. If you haven't had a chance to listen to those yet, you can go back and take a listen to them. We try to keep them pretty short so that you can listen to them in your commute or whatever it is you're doing. And today we're going to talk about um, church. Why bother? Why, why bo- bother? Why bother? Why all the fuss about church? But before we jump into that, um, I would like to talk about an email we received. <laughs> Yes, that's right, folks. We get mail. And I want to start reading our mail on was our... Was there an actual question on there? A real question? Or was it a comment? It was... Comments. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay, because we tell people to send our, right. our emails, their, our, their thoughts and their questions. And here's the thing. The person, and I query the validity <laughs> of this query. So I'm not quite sure. The person wanted me to use the word query more often, but I'm just not sure. I don't see the validity and I'm querying it myself right now. You're using two big words for me. Two big of words. <laughs> I use the word query. <laughs> query. It's two syllables. <laughs> teasing. Clearly. Yes. So anyways, we get mail and I want to start reading mail on our show. And when we do, you can create a jingle for it. Remember the jingle for Blue's Clues for the mail time? Uh, Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. You remind me of when that it, guy. When it comes, what I want What was his name? Mail. Steve? Was his name Steve? Uh, what was his name? Yeah, Steve. Yeah. You think I remind you of Steve yeah, you do. from Blue, Blue's you Clues? You actually probably would be a big Blue's hit Clues. with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's my demographic? Yeah. 
And that's our show for today, folks. So thanks so much for listening. You are here with the kids. <laughs> so anyways, send us your emails. We got an encouraging email all the way from the United States. It was wonderful. I loved it. And we want to, we want to read more on our show. So send them in to us, questions at the followinggeospodcast.com, and we can talk all about them. We can read them. We can share your thoughts. We can talk about your thoughts. If you have questions, mm-hmm. we would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have any questions, you know, we're not going to say who sent it. You know, if you have like a... Oh, we're going to say. <laughs> no, we're not going to say, you guys. We we're love not. you. We love you. We care about you. And uh, we're pastors. We know how to lock it in. And we're just people who love you and love all people and we'll lock it in. But we, like I said last week, I think, so we're here to help you. We're here to serve you in whatever way we can. So if you have like questions or, you know, no matter how old you are, you know, if you got questions, we're here to help. We're here for it. We're here for you. We're here for all of it. Yeah. Okay. All of it. Episode four, a whole lot more. Episode (laughs) four. Please bring more rhymes to the show. (laughs) Episode four. uh, Today we're talking about uh, church. And there's a lot of conversation about church. And we've noticed, so as pastors, we want to talk about today church and, you know, do we need to go to church? Why bother with church? What's Mm -hmm. the deal with church? And we've noticed as we've been in ministry that there is a growing trend to slowly, you know, when we grew up, we we went to church Every time the door was open, that's mm-hmm. when you went to church. Because that's what you did. That's what you did. But as we um, have grown up and we're in the year 2023, we're noticing now that people come to church once every other Sunday or maybe mm-hmm. even once a month, but they still consider it their home church. Or start singing that song, feelings, nothing more than feelings. Why? Why when do you I want to sing that? I feel like going to church. <laughs> oh, okay. If I'm not too tired <laughs> this weekend, I'll go to church. Yeah. So we want to talk about, does church matter? Do you need to go to church? You know, pastors and people who work at churches and people who believe in church are always like, you need to go to church. But mm-hmm. today we want to spend a few minutes mm-hmm. talking about, do you really need to go to church? Mm-hmm. Do you have any like opening thoughts before we jump in? And I don't want to take it down too much of a rabbit hole, but we're going to get into that. Like, what is the church? I saw your notes. So I think we're going to dive deep into that, aren't we? You're going to get into the book of Acts. A I just bit. want to like add that we are the church. Church is in a building that we are the church. We, we are the church. That's right. Um, yeah. So first of all... But you could take that big, you know, we could zoom out or we could zoom in. I don't know where it's going to go. Um, it's going to go wherever we take it. Totally. So yeah. whatever thoughts you have, just poof, throw yeah, them out let's there. Let's do it. Okay. Let's get on point. Let's get on your notes. Let's do this. <laughs> sir. Sir. Yes, sir. sir okay. Yes, sir. Here we go. So then... First of all, the question is, what is church, mm-hmm. right? Like that's what, you know, that's a big conversation. And I think for a lot of people uh, who don't maybe know Jesus, follow Jesus really isn't part of his life. Most people would use the word church as in a context of a building. That's, that's a church, right. that's a church mm-hmm. building. Oh, that's, that's church. Cause that's mm-hmm. the building. It looks like a church building. It has a steeple or it has a, a gymnasium because churches are supposed to have gyms for some reason. And so they see that and they think that is what a church is. But in the New Testament, um, the the Greek word for church is, and we heard Mark Buchanan yep. teach this ecclesia. to us. Oh, yeah, it's ecclesia. We always pronounce it ecclesia. And mm-hmm. then the wonderful, brilliant Mark Buchanan came mm-hmm. and he said, actually, it's ecclesia. Mm-hmm. And what that Greek... It's a brilliant message. It was. Uh, and what that Greek word ecclesia when the 
when it's translated into English from the Greek, we use the word church, but in the New Testament, it was ecclesia. And what it actually meant was um, a, the called out ones mm-hmm. or assembly or a mm-hmm. congregation. So mm-hmm. a church wasn't a building. It, the church is not called to be a building. That's no. where we gather mm-hmm. because we have to have a place to gather. Mm-hmm. So we gather in this space and we call that a church building, but the mm-hmm. church is made up of the people inside. And so it's not just a building. It's more than that. It's a gathering of those who are following Jesus or wanting to follow Jesus or want to know more about him um, themselves. They want to know more about themselves and they want to know more about how to follow him or they want to know more about his followers. And so we gather together in this place to worship Jesus, to read from his words, to listen about him, to learn about him, Mm -hmm. to learn about ourselves, Mm -hmm. because as we look at Jesus, he reveals things about who we are Mm -hmm. and we are able to change and transform and be Mm -hmm. molded and shaped. So that's what a church is. So then does that matter? If we're talking about does church matter, and this is what church is, um, does that matter? It does matter. You know, and you 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 just touched on a lot of things I was going to say when you touched, you know, you just, you know, just ended talking about change in transformation. But, you know, in this life, you know, if, if we're not growing, what are we doing? We're just existing. We're just surviving, but God has called us to thrive, you know, and, you know, through COVID, you know, we've seen, and we can see, you know, in stats in North America, I I couldn't say globally, I, I don't have a lot of knowledge on what's happening globally, but I know in North America on a whole, people haven't come back to church. Oh, post COVID. Post COVID. Right. It's been the whole, it's been different. It's it. Yeah. It's, it's been different. There's an, and we also have, you know, this other thing that's been going on a long time is that people have really got hurt in the church, you know, and that's something that I wrote down in my notes. I wasn't planning on talking about this yet. Um, and hear my heart, you guys, um, because Jake and I've been through this. Okay. So I say this tenderly and I say this with a heart of compassion, the church didn't hurt you. That's right. Okay. And, and I'm meaning like big C church. S- somebody hurts you. Yeah. People hurt you. Maybe your pastor hurt you. Maybe it was a leader that was close to you hurt you. But the devil would like us to buy into a lie. And, and many people have bought into this lie that the church hurt me. And then pain became our, our could become our identity or maybe pains become your identity to keep you from ever stepping foot into a church. That's right. But there are people out there that you can trust. I remember having a conversation with somebody years ago and uh, he was working at a a pasta place. We used to love and go get this pasta. Mm -hmm. There's this tiny little hole in the wall place, downtown Mm -hmm. Chilliwack. And I was having a conversation with the guy and we were talking about, you know, what I do and what he does. And we were talking about church and he had said that he doesn't go to church anymore because he got really hurt at church. And what people tend to do then is they, they lump it all together. Um, Church is all these things. Right. Um, and so people in the church hurt me. And so because those people hurt mm-hmm. me, I'm blaming God. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's not about that. And, and so let's take a look in the book mm-hmm. of Acts. I wrote this verse down so we could read together because you see something very 
crucial to what church is supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. And so in Acts chapter 2, verses 41 and 42 in the New Living Translation, I'm going to read this and I want you to listen and pay attention to what it says the church did. And this is the very beginning. This is just after Peter stood up on the day of Pentecost and preached that amazing message. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says um, he preaches, then they all say, what are we supposed to do with what you just said? He says, repent and be saved. And then the Bible says that 3,000 believers were added to the church, Ecclesia. Mm -hmm. Verse um, 41 and 42 says, those who believed what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. All the believers, now hang on, all the believers, they did four things here. Number one, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. And so the apostles' teaching was teaching about who Jesus was, about the doctrine of what Jesus came to do and and what he had done for us. And that's what we should be teaching today as well, the Bible, right? Um, They devoted themselves to that. They devoted themselves to the fellowship, which means gathering together and building relationship Mm -hmm. and community with one another. You can't do life alone. I was Mm -hmm. just having a conversation with somebody. If you go back to the very beginning uh, in the creation story, we are created right off the bat in the image of God. And we know that God exists in a trinity. There's there's three of them. There's three aspects of God. And he lives in community. He lives in Mm -hmm. fellowship. And we're created to be that way as well. God made Adam and he said, it's not good that man should be alone. I'm going to make someone to come along and help him. So he has community and fellowship. Mm -hmm. And so we need fellowship and community in every area of our lives. And right off the bat, when the early, when the modern church is birthed, one of the first things you see is there is fellowship taking place. It says, and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, which we call communion. Right. And then they devoted themselves to prayer. So they devoted themselves to teaching. They devoted themselves to fellowship. They devoted themselves to sharing meals. And they devoted themselves to prayer. And that is what church is supposed to look like. It's not a building. Mm-hmm. It is a gathering of believers who practice these things. Yeah. And so, that's where life's found. Sounds like somewhere I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like somewhere I want to I want to be. You know, I remember, I think it was, well, I know it was John Egan. Uh, this was actually during COVID. Him and I were having a conversation and we were talking about church. We were talking about how people weren't coming back to church like through COVID. And, and he said, you know, Jenny, he said, you know, one of the most, one of the most um, wonderful thing about church, you know, church can be messy, you yeah. know? You know, it, it can be, it can be this, family can be messy, you know? Yeah. But family is wonderfully messily, I can say this about my family. I'll talk about my family. Wonderfully messily, I'm making up words, (laughs) you know, hard, beautiful, you know, Yeah. Uh, but this beauty that lasts, you know, because there's been a, there's been a lot of pain, but a lot more Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and church is at this place. And this is what he said, where we don't get to pick our people. Right. I, I love that. He said that we don't get to pick our people. You know, I don't get to pick every person that God wants in my life, you know, because God has some people that are going to sharpen me. God has some That's people right. that I'm going to need to practice forgiveness on so mm. that I can grow. You know, it's not just a bunch of people that are easy to love, that are easy to like, you know, that are easy to have fellowship with or easy to be in family with, you know, but then he said this. So he said, church isn't that place where you get to pick your people, but he said, that's where true beauty 
can exist. So when you were just talking, you know, all these things about church, like eating together, fellowship, you know, all these things, I'm like, that sounds like somewhere I want to go. That sounds like somewhere I want to be. That sounds like a group of people, you know, an assembly that I want to be part of. That's right. You know, and in Jesus' name, may there be more mothers and fathers and leaders in the body of Christ, pastors, shepherds to, to rise up that we could create more assemblies that look like this. That's right. In the book of Acts. And and church is always going to be messy. As soon it as is. you as soon as you introduce people to any situation, right. it's gonna be messy. It's gonna be messy. And people tend to judge the church and they tend to judge the Lord off of his messy people. That's right. But there's no getting around it. We're messy. We're all works in progress. All mm-hmm. of us. We're all working through things. And as soon as you bring a group of people together, there's going to be that friction and then that that dynamic mm-hmm. of frustration and and like working through mm-hmm. things. But that's puti- part of the beautiful um, process where God uh, works in you to form His character, and that's part of what church is about: is forming that in you. So, we're talking about what a church is. And then let's talk about wh- why go to church then? Like what happens when you go to church? Like what is the purpose mm-hmm. of attending? Is the purpose of attending church so that I uh, do my religious duty on mm-hmm. a Sunday morning and and I know that I've been a quote unquote good person? Is it um, to appease my conscience? Like wh- is it just to go fill up a building? Like why am I going to church? And mm-hmm. so I wrote down a couple thoughts here, yeah. which are by no means exhaustive, but I just had two quick thoughts of why we go to church. Um, number one, I, I said, why Why do we go to church? And I said, number one, I said, it's twofold. I said, number one, it's life-giving it is. to us mm-hmm. as individuals. When you go to church, when I go to church, mm-hmm. it gives life. Um, Psalm 92, 13, you love this verse. I so much. Um, and I'm going to read it from the New King James translation. It says, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Yeah. Right? So when you're planted in a church, when you're rooted, when, you're, when your mm-hmm. roots go deep into the soil, mm-hmm. you draw life. Yeah. Right? So it gives you life. When you go to church, you are planting yourself there. Your roots are growing deep. You're receiving, you're drawing life from your community, from fellowship, from the word. You're devoting mm-hmm. yourself to the teachings of Jesus Christ. You're devoting yourself to prayer. It all gives you life. So much life, you know, and I was thinking about this scripture this morning, you know, because, you know, this is one of my favorite it verses is. in in the Bible. And I love church, you know, I love church. And even you guys, we, we haven't had an easy season in every season of our life. Maybe I said that kind of weirdly, but not <laughs> every season, yeah. not every season has been easy. And in right. fact, we went through one season. I remember looking at you saying, I get why people might not ever go back to church. Mm. I actually understand that now, but we knew too much. Yeah. We knew too much about the word of God. We, we knew, we knew God too well to know that that wasn't the right way. That's right. That's not the right way. And that's not going to work out too well. So I'm so grateful. You know, that did, that didn't even like take root that thought yeah. for even yes. more than two seconds, you know, and I would caution you guys, you know, wherever there's been hurt is don't allow those that 
that hurt to become your identity, Mm -hmm. that the word of God is our identity, that Jesus is our identity. But as I was thinking about this scripture, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. Planting equals flourishing. Everybody say it. You guys know when I preach, you know, I'm always like, say it. Planted. Let's hold hands together. Put your hand around your neighbor. (laughs) You're driving in the car right now. Say planted (laughs) equals flourishing. When I'm planted, I will flourish, you know, and it's, it's, you know, the tallest trees that grow aren't planted in pots. I can remember years ago, like I had these evergreens that were planted in pots. They just didn't grow. Right. Yes. It's just like this pot waiting to be planted. You know, like, you know, we, we live in a neighborhood that's still, there's houses still being built, you know, and there's this tree and it's like, its roots are exposed. And I'm like, that tree's going to die, you know, and as I was, because that tree needs, it was created to be planted in the ground. And I was thinking about this scripture, Psalm 92, 13 today, just this morning. And I had this picture of the body of Christ. It was like, there was all these dangling roots Mm. just everywhere, you know, and which represented sons and daughters, you know, mother, you know, children, you know, parents come on. We have got to get our children back to the house of the Lord and not let their little roots dangle for too long. Because if our roots dangle for too long without being planted in the ground, we will be at risk of death, a spiritual death. That's right. I I heard somebody say just recently, I think I'm quoting this right. And they said, what you find optional, the next generation will find unnecessary. Wow. And so if if you find church an option for Mm -hmm. you, not as a life-giving place, then don't expect your kids or the Mm -hmm. next generation to grow up behind you Mm -hmm. and and feel like it's something they have Mm -hmm. to do or it's necessary even for their life. Because for you... It wasn't a conviction. It was a preference. It was a choice. You know, are we going to go to church today? Or are we going to go to the lake today? Are right. we going to go to? Are we going to go to the house of God? And I tell our church all the time: Let's remember that this is the house of God. Come on. And I try to oftentimes when I when I'm conscious of someone, you know, when I'm thinking about the words I'm saying, I try and use the word house of God. We're going mm-hmm. to the house of the Lord, so that paints a broader picture of this isn't just a building. This is God's house and we are in his home. We are in his mm-hmm. presence. And so so church is where you go to receive that life and you don't have a choice in it. You know, if you want life, mm-hmm. you have to go to the author of life. Well, it's like what you were saying a couple of weeks ago when you were preaching, you know, like if if one of these things isn't true, then it's all not That's true, right. right? So if 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 this scripture isn't true, the rest of the Bible isn't true, but this scripture is true because it's part of the word of God. So what it's saying is, is when I'm planted, I will flourish. And I'm going to say that again to parents Mm -hmm. who are listening to this podcast, you know, and perhaps you haven't gone back to church or you're not fully all in, Mm -hmm. you know, don't live one foot in and one foot out for too long because dangling is dangerous. And that's just a phrase that I felt like the Lord just gave me. You dangle for too long, it's going to be dangerous because like what you said, what what is optional? How did you say it? What you find optional, the next generation will find unnecessary. And we know that the word of God says that one generation shall praise your works to another and it's incumbent upon like me and you. You know, there was just non-negotiables, you know? It didn't matter if we didn't, you know, if our kids, I don't feel like going to church, you know? And I'm talking like 12, 13, 14 year old kids. (laughs) Well, you know what? 
amazing news, like newsflash. I wasn't really asking you, you know, yeah. what you wanted to do today, because as a good father, God knows that Matthew 6, what we need before we even ask him. That's right. I know what is good for my children, you know? Mm-hmm. And even in those seasons when it's hard for me and it crushes me and I'm walking through seasons of pain, do the right thing. That's right. Take God at his word and that the healing comes through just the step, you know, just the walking out the word of God Monday, walking out the word of God right. Tuesday, walking out the word of God Wednesday. So in Jesus name, may we not be a, a body, the body representing Christ that lives, you know, and is ruled by their feelings, but we will be ruled yeah. and we will live and abide by the truth of the word of That's God. Right. So we're going to go to church That's right. and not to a building, but we're going to show up for Jesus. We're going to show up for a community, you know, because, you know, church is better, you guys, when you're in it. That's right. Church is better when you're a part of it. Church is better when you're there serving. You know, church is better, you know, when you are there sacrificing and giving. That's right. You, you want to know the evidence of our life is love. And what's the evidence of love is sacrifice. So if if, if, mm-hmm. if our life isn't costing us, if we're not sacrificing, if, if we're not being crushed in some way of our life, you know, Where's the evidence of God in our life? Yeah. You know? That's right. Go to church. Don't live by your feelings. And so, I mean, what you're talking about, like, so you're touching on what my next thought was, and my next thought was, so we go to church, you get planted in church, uh, your roots grow down, you begin to grow, you receive life. The second thing that happens when you go to church, uh, when you are planted in church, when you are planted in the house of the Lord and you begin to receive life, then you begin to give away life as you have received life. It's so important. Mm-hmm. It becomes a cyclical process, right? You you receive and then you give away what you mm-hmm. received. And we talk a lot about people serving in church. And, you know, I want you to hear our hearts because serving in church isn't about we need people, we need volunteers, we need people to mm-hmm. watch kids or park, you know, help people park their cars or pass. When we're the, uh, saying we like we, I know some people might sell it that way, but God, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to represent yes. God well in this. That's right. That's right. And, it, and it's not about filling those roles. It's because of this. There's two scriptures I want to read to you mm-hmm. here, and there's many more, but these two I, I like a lot. In first Peter chapter four, verse 10, it mm-hmm. says this, that God has given each one of you a gift from his, a great variety of spiritual gifts. Then he goes on and Peter says this, Use them well to serve one another. So good. And then in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, Paul is talking to Corinthians here, and he says, a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. And so there are things that God has placed inside each and every one of us. And when we gather together as followers of Jesus, and you are receiving life from mm-hmm. being in that fellowship and that community, when you are receiving life from listening to the words of Jesus and changes mm-hmm. are happening, inside of you. Mm -hmm. And then you receive that life. You begin to give it away. And how you give it away is by using the gifts Mm -hmm. that God has given you to serve others well. And as you serve those people, it gives them life. It brings them their community that they need. And it brings the life and the fellowship and the wholeness that they need. And it draws them in. Well, it sounds a lot to me like what you're saying is John 15 about being engrafted in the vine is that when we, when we become, you know, we start serving in the Lord, it's like, or serving in the church, pardon me. That's right. Is that we're not just showing up as spectators. You know, you you don't want to do that for too long. And I would caution you guys. 
from not attending church for too long without digging in and start sacrificing and serving Mm -hmm. because, you know, God has something greater for you than just to attend church and that's being engrafted into the church because when we're engrafted into the church is that we become more engrafted into Him. Yeah. Right? That's right. Becoming one with Him. And then, you know, for some of you, you know, it's just like you've been longing for connection. This is one of the ways that we feel feel connected, you know, and we find our purpose you know, within the church, you know, and, and laying our life down and, and giving that life away. Um, but without doing that, we will not experience that true intimacy yeah. that we were created for. That's right. And so moving from, from what you just said, and you were touching on this as well. And so, you know, church is not a building, no. right? It's a gathering of believers. And so in that gathering, you receive life, and you give life away. And then you were just talking about not just attending church, because mm-hmm. there is there is a trend mm-hmm. to just attend when it's convenient. You just rhymed. What did I, what did I rhyme? There is a trend, not just to, or just to <laughs> attend. You did it. It's catching can, on. Can you spit a beat over it? And I'll say it again. <laughs> Um, so there, hmm, uh, there is, there is a, there's a movement, there is a thought process, there's a pattern evolving in life. And I, I, we see this a lot post COVID where COVID just changed everything because we mm-hmm. all stayed home and watched mm-hmm. church online mm-hmm. or didn't watch church mm-hmm. and nobody knew mm-hmm. But you were talking about, don't just go to church and not plug in and connect mm-hmm. and commit. And, and so that's the last thought that I want to talk about for just a moment. We're almost out of time. But I just want to talk, I want to talk about this because there is this mindset where either people don't commit and like make a connection yeah. to a church mm-hmm. or they just bounce around from church to church to church. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. It is, it is sad. And here's why. And, and if, if that's how you live your church life, mm-hmm. I want you to listen to me by the spirit yeah. of God because there is a better way. Mm -hmm. And I don't want anybody to feel judgment or condemnation Mm -hmm. or shame, but I want to tell you this verse also found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Mm -hmm. And it's Paul is addressing the Corinthian church, talking about spiritual gifts and the body of Christ. And and he he wants the best for all of us Mm -hmm. and we want the best for everybody. And so there is a higher and there's a better way than just floating from church to church Mm -hmm. to church. There's a better way than just coming and kind of Mm -hmm. having like a buffet style church where you go when you want and you leave when you're done. You don't make any real commitment. Mm -hmm. You're you're not plugged in. You're not invested. This isn't your quote unquote church home. And that's what I want to talk about for a moment is, Mm -hmm. is the phrase church home. Can I I add to what you're just saying too? Like, it's just like, I could just feel your heart and I could just like feel the heart of God as people like floating from church to church. It would be like from floating to family to family. It's like standing on the other side of the glass, just like longing to fit in, just longing to connect, you know? But it's just like sometimes our own flesh, our own feelings, our own pain, our own hurts keep us out of that. And the Lord is saying today, like, I want you to take that courageous step to get planted. That's right. Because there are people you can trust. That what well, that's that's Is that right. where you're going? Yes. Ish. Ish. So you need to get planted, mm-hmm. right? There are people you can trust. So the verse in First Corinthians 
It's chapter 12 and verse 18. And, and Paul just makes this statement. And he says, our bodies have many parts mm-hmm. and God has put each part just where he wants it. And so the previous verses we were looking at talking about how God has given you gifts and you're supposed to use them to serve others well and use your gifts to serve the body. If you are not planted in the place in the quote unquote body, the local body that God has and designed for you to fit, there's a, there, somebody needs to hear this. Mm-hmm. There is a place that God has called you where you are supposed to be. And if you are not in that place, if you are not planted in that place, that body, for lack of a better term, that local church, that house is missing the gifts that God has so placed good. inside of you Amen. to help those other people. Mm-hmm. So there, yes, there, there is such a thing as a church home. You are called to be part of a church home. There is a place where you can plant mm-hmm. and connect and allow your roots to grow deep, where you can work through your hurts and your wounds from the mm-hmm. past, where you don't have to float from church to church yeah. anymore, where you can settle. And as you settle, you'll begin to draw life from your community, from the Word of God, from your devotion to, to Him and to others. And then as that happens, then you begin to serve other people by using your gift well, and it brings life to all who are involved. Yeah, it sounds like that scripture, you know, I've prepared a place for you. <laughs> Right? Like the, it was, if it was Jesus. not so, I would not have said it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, totally. But there's actually a scripture in the Bible. I don't have the reference in my mind right it's now. It's Jesus. When he's yeah, talking, he said, I'm going to heaven. I, I've, I've, how does he say it? I'm taking out of context a little bit, but yeah. you know, I've prepared in a place for you. my father's house are many mansions. Yeah. And, and, I go to prepare a place for you. Yeah. That's what the spirit of God's saying. That was beautiful. There is a place prepared mm-hmm. for each believer. So, so to recap, I would say absolutely church. Why bother? Uh, because church in in one aspect is everything. Mm-hmm. It's where you, you go to church. Yes, you can read your Bible and you can pray and you can be in the presence of God at home. Yes. But something happens when you gather with like-minded believers who are all pursuing Jesus, his ways, his lifestyles, his thoughts together. And you begin to connect and fellowship and eat together and do life together. You allow your roots to grow deep. And as you do that, you begin to give of the life that you've received and and you begin to give that away and it causes life to happen in other people and it causes life everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. So yes, Mm -hmm. I think absolutely church matters. Why you should bother? Because it will give you life. It'll give you, it'll give you life. We got to go to grow. (laughs) (laughs) Ending with like, but we do, you guys, we got to go. We got to go to grow. You know, it's not the only way that we grow, but these are, these are non-negotiable things as believers, you know, you know, and it's just not about going. And we've been talking about that. It's, it's in that going that I, I can belong. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's not, it's not believing. And then I belong. He said, I already belong. You already belong. I already belong. And that's right. In that place of belonging that I'm able to believe yeah. and, and, and not be weird. You yeah. know? And, and then I can become, mm-hmm. you know, the fullness of who he's created to me, the fullness of who I am in Christ. You know, I know we're over time, but I just That's, want to share yeah. this really quick we're and good. I'm not going to say who it was, but, um, it was, it was someone in our church and, um, beautiful family in our church. They've been there for a number of years. So I'll just say that a number of years, but there was a year that they didn't attend church and they had been through a lot in another church in the Fraser Valley. 
and she said, you know, you know, I was talking about, you know, belonging and, and becoming and, and, you know, believing and, you know, in the house of God, we grow, you know? And she said, you know, in that, in that year that we were away from the Lord, she said, I got weird. She said, I got really, I got really weird. I got really weird. And she said, and when I came back, she said, I became myself again. Right. You know, because it's just like, it also becomes like that tuning fork, Yeah. you know, where be, we become in tune. And I just wrote in my notes here, it's like, go somewhere where you can grow. Yeah. Go somewhere where you can serve. Go somewhere where you can be connected. Go somewhere you can be corrected. Mm, that's I want to add that. That's yeah. going to be a podcast for another week. Go somewhere where you can love people, not just where you can be loved, but where you can love people and you can lay your life down. Bible says it's better to give than to receive. Right. Amen. Yeah. Go somewhere where, where the church worships, you know, a spirit of worship. Go somewhere where they teach the uncompromisingly truth of the word of God. Go somewhere where they believe in family. Go somewhere where they talk about marriage, mm-hmm. you know, go somewhere that they teach you that it's okay to struggle, but we're not going to quit. Yeah. We're not going to quit. That's right. So as we go in Jesus name, may we grow. And as we grow, may we become the fullness of who God's called us to be so that we can be, we can do the fullness of everything that he's called us to do in this life. We got to go. Got to go. Trend to attend. (laughs) (laughs) Go to grow, trend to attend. A lot of things would just be so intense and all of a sudden it's not. Well, I don't want people to shut off the podcast and be like, I can't get out of my car. No, right I, I got to bring my I, penny whistle right at the end. That's Maybe right. I should just have a song. Just rip up a great penny whistle. Penny, penny whistle. Penny whistle. Penny whistle. Well, you know what, you guys? We're going to be cleaning out a room to start filming this podcast. That's going to be happening soon and very soon. I'm going to put a little pressure on Jake there. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, you know, so maybe that I will be able to have a little... Once in a while, maybe I'll just break out in <laughs> as, song. As the spirit leads you. <laughs> Guys, we have loved doing these uh, shows with you. We hope that they are helping you and encouraging you. Um, you know, we believe that whenever you talk about Jesus, mm-hmm. um, that if your heart and your spirit is open, your ears are open, that he brings his truth and revelation. And our desire is always for people to grow in Christ. And so we want the best for everybody. So I hope today as you listen to this, that maybe the Spirit of God was speaking to you about some things and you realize that church does matter, that church is important and that you need to be part of a church and there is a place for you. Yeah. You know, you just got to find, you got to listen to the Lord. Mm-hmm. He will lead you. He will guide you because like it mm-hmm. says in First Corinthians that that he's put the, bo- the members in the body where he wants them. Mm-hmm. That means that there is a place that he wants you fit. And all you got to do is ask him, hey, where do you want me to go? Where am I supposed to be planted? Mm-hmm. So Amen. we think you guys are awesome. Send us your awesome. emails at uh, questions at the following geospodcast.com. Maybe we should also have an email address that is queries at the following geospodcast. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just going to shut that well, down, on Pastor Jake. Th- on, on that note, then, on the uh, the hearty no from the wonderful Jen, I bid you all adieu. <laughs> Love you guys. Talk to you soon. 
Well, that's it, everybody. That is our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Hey, if you did, would you take just a moment and rate and review the show? It helps spread the word and so other people can be encouraged in their own lives. If you've got questions or thoughts you want to share with us, send us an email at questions at the following Jesus podcast.com and we can answer them for you. And in the meantime, in your own life, wherever you're at, remember... Keep following Jesus.